Let's go, boys. Welcome to the Dan O'Neill Show. I'm super excited to have these two guests on, especially today. The Dan O'Neill Show is cultured. We are national, international even, and we are available exclusively at Coke Interactive. So today, coming to us live from Los Angeles, we have Eric Simon, a.k.a. the biggest and most known real estate Instagram page founder ever, the broke agent, and live from Toronto, the only person who likes the Islanders more than me, uh, my favorite content creator, again, from Toronto, Matt Leonetti. What's up, boys? Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. This is like an honor. You're like, you're a real estate royalty over there. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So jumping straight into it, if somebody lives under a rock and has no idea who you guys are, can we give a, a little uh, brief, you know, synopsis, maybe Leonetta, you start, you know, what, uh, you know, what you're about, what you've been doing on social media, so on and so forth. Yeah. So my name's Matt. I've been in uh, real estate for just over four years. I do funny, I guess, edgy, sometimes offensive real estate content to generate business. Um, yeah. And uh, it's been fun. I, I've been generating lots more business. I was before this, I was a bit of a, a journeyman uh, type of realtor, you know, have a couple okay. good months, have a couple bad months. This is really, uh, my pipeline's full. Pipeline's full. So uh, it's looking good. It's <laughs> looking good. And uh, yeah. So Eric, uh, how about we go on to you and, and see. <laughs> Are you the host now? <laughs> um, I'm Eric. I founded The Broke Agent and I do real estate memes and content and also funny humor. I attempt to be funny just focusing on real estate entertainment. I'm also a real estate agent in Los Angeles, but doing everything I can to stop being a real estate agent in Los Angeles. What, what, uh, Eric, what company do you work for? Because if you were to stalk the, the broke agent or if you were even to stalk your own personal page, like that information is, is nowhere. So that's what, purposeful. What I like to keep it that way. Uh, I, I, thought your uh, name, I thought your name was Eric Stickle. Yeah. <laughs> Stick is my nickname. I was really skinny in high school. So it's Dr. Stickstein is the personal for little plug. Um, I, I work for Compass and okay. here, here in Brentwood. Right. Okay. And Are you allowed to say that though? I just said it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Didn't know uh, if Compass they like, wanted that. Do they not want that known? Like that you run VA? Like, is that kind of like a... I have no interaction with them. They don't care. I don't care. Um, when I joined Gibson International, which was bought by Compass, they liked the broke agent. When I spoke with Scott Gibson, the CEO, yeah. uh, he loved it. So that was like kind of one of like the pitching points of me joining that brokerage. But wow. I keep them completely separate. I do nothing with my real estate business on the broke agent. And that's... Do you, do, you get leads? do you get leads from it? Like, do you generate, do people hit you up DM like celebrity wise, or is it kind of just like celebrities <laughs> hitting me up to buy houses? I wish. No, it's usually <laughs> just like assholes submitting terrible memes to me, but uh, I mean, I've gotten a few leads from it. Nothing that's closed. I almost had a listing appointment from it a couple of weeks ago from this guy in Austin, but they ended up going actually with uh, the, the British guy from million dollar listing. Oh, well, that was, that was a fantastic choice on there. It part. was a very good choice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so uh, a little upgrade um, there. So start starting the broke agent. I've listened to, you know, a uh, podcast that you've been on where you said mm-hmm. that you just, you just did it really to show some of the, um, the thoughts and, and the problems that we deal with, uh, you know, as realtors every single day, when did it kind of like dawn on you that a page like that was needed and what were your intentions in the very beginning? Like, I know you ran into trouble, right? Like people were, were getting like pissed at you and, you know, like banning you from events and whatever. So like, what, what made you? <laughs> I like- never got banned from events, but oh, okay. I don't know. I don't think Inman Connect likes me anymore, but that's probably just because I got, you know, kind of drunk at a couple of their, uh, their after parties. But um, <laughs> yeah, I started it because there was nothing like it. And I just needed kind of a release of my real estate anxiety. 
And, you know, I told Matt before, you know, there was lighter side of real estate, but there was nothing really that was covering like the, the daily struggles from a kind of more edgy point of view. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Well, and I was gonna say, and Matt, like when, when did you start doing the, the videos? Because I know that like for, for me, for example, I started doing the videos. Some of them were cringe. Most of them didn't get any likes and views. And then there was maybe one or two videos that really started to take off that started to get traction. And now anywhere I go, people were like, they don't even know what my name is, but they know me from like the video. Like, oh, you were the guy that was on the horse or you were the guy in the pool with your suit on. So <laughs> the like, guy on the horse. I swear to God, dude, every, every, every That's sick. Yeah. You look uh, like the Ralph Lauren Polo logo. Yeah. Yeah. They should, I wish they would sponsor me. I, I, <laughs> I have like a weird body. Like I have a super dad bod, so I don't really look good in Polo. Like Eric's All right. that, that, uh, that Polo real nice right there, the button down. Um, but so, so Matt, like when, when did you start making the videos and when did it start to kind of like, like click for you and take off and really start to, to gain momentum? Yeah. So I started, um, we were just talking about October, 2019. Mm -hmm. No, fuck. I totally didn't start it then. It was uh, August, 2019. And uh, I had a really shit listing, a really bad listing. And it was the first listing I had, uh, that I wasn't on a team for. I was finally a solo agent Mm -hmm. and I was like, I need, I need to market this some way. So I did this like really dumb video. I called the shut the front door video where I like keep almost swearing in the video. Um, so I'd say something like, you know, uh, here's the house. If you don't like it, you can shut the, then I'd cut and then I'd be at the front door and say front door. And then like, it would go on like that and almost swear. And then I sold that house in like eight hours. I had three offers and two of the offers came from the video. And I know that because they called me and they say, Hey, we saw your video. Yeah. So I was like, okay, there's something here. Mm -hmm. And it was literally just out of the blue. I did it. Then I just kind of kept going kept going and you can kind of see the gradual like i keep getting riskier riskier and like edgier and edgier as it goes on to kind of see what i can get away with um because i like to be on that line of like should he say that should he not say that Mm -hmm. and the one i think that really took it into like next level for me was the freddie mercury video i dress up like freddie mercury for one of my buyers and it's just like it's so dumb i almost didn't post it because it was it's so dumb Mm -hmm. but i posted and that's the one that kind of took me to the next level and then i got picked up by celebrities like uh the broke agent yeah but matt what was your inspiration to make funny videos uh well you know it was i'd say ryan serhant for Mm. sure um, no other influences <laughs> on you no one else creating funny I, content I, that you were like oh man that no, guy's kind of doing something right. see yeah so like when i started posting uh quite a bit i saw like oh there's this uh the broke agent he's kind of doing the same thing as me i, I guess he kind of looked at my stuff and oh, <laughs> right, started right. some memes right. yeah but of course i uh yeah i saw the broke agent he did the memes i thought it'd be funny to like go a step further with memes and start acting out memes yeah and um it's not really what I do because I don't, I don't look at memes and then redo them. They're usually scripts that I write, but like, oh, right, right. Of course. But, but where do you, where do you guys come up with your, so like me, I, I watched office space and I made that stupid video of me smashing the printer. Like we were talking back and forth and I sent you the uh, you know, when he wakes up and then you use that in a meme, Eric. So mm-hmm. like my, my ideas like come to me from when I'm watching something, it comes from me when I'm like driving, like it just randomly pops in my head. Where do you guys come up with the the content and the ideas? Like, what, when when are you the most creative? You want to go first, Eric, or me? Sure. Um, I come up with most of the ideas in actual real estate. So doing showing, sitting open houses, doing the inspections. So I write a lot of that shit down of like usually the awkward scenarios that happen. And then I get a lot of inspiration just through scrolling through Instagram. 
and basically using other memes, other meme template ideas, whatever's like happening in pop culture, and then throw a real estate reference behind that. And then I get stuff from Matt. Matt gets the, what's that? Are you working like are you working in real estate like full time or like are you focusing more on like the page yeah. time? Like I'm more focusing on the page. I this is becoming my full time job. That was my goal in 2021 was to make the broke agent the full time thing. So I have a listing right now, which I got a third showing at actually in an hour and a half, uh, which has to sell. It's been sitting for like five months actually, and it's killing me. Um, Hopefully, but the, yeah, my good my, my goal is to get out of real estate. What's that? I said the good juju of being on the show today and me telling you that your last name was Sickle will uh, will sell it today for sure. I hope um, so. <laughs> Matt, um, same same question. You know, where, where, yeah. do you, where do you come up with these ideas? I mean, the Karen thing. Like, what what I love the most is your page. Like somebody going on your your feed. Nobody can a pull that off. Nobody has those ideas. Like some of the stuff that you're doing, like you're one of one. That's why I love following you. So where do you oh, come? Thank up with you. Yeah, it's a lot similar to Eric and and you, Dan. Like. Uh, a lot of it is real conversations that I've had that I kind of embellish a little bit, but it starts from a real place. Mm -hmm. um, I get a lot like from TV as well. Like I've done a couple spoofs. I did a Halloween spoof for uh, like Scream, um, like that Drew Barrymore scene. Yeah. And yeah, just scrolling through Instagram, looking at shit other realtors do. And just yeah. like some of it's so cringe that I just kind of, I kind of call people out on things um and say things that everyone would want to say to a client or an agent but feel like they can't so i say it so, so people can come to the page too, too is like you you curse on your page you do all of that right but then you guys just had surhan on the podcast like these people are still willing to to go on your show and go on your you know and work with you and you are really like on that fine line like of almost like offensive but it's hilarious right and and that's something that i struggle with like i don't want to put something out and like get canceled you know like he what just says the F word. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's not like he's talking about, like, you know, no, 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 no. immigration restrictions or something like that. He's, uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I he's, know, just, but... he's just saying fuck every other word, you know? Yeah. Not, I mean, it, it's edgy content. I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from that. I'm just saying that people curse in real estate. But I, I feel, I feel it. like that too. I feel like it's a, coming from more of a real place. I feel the industry has been, hasn't evolved as it should, as many other industries have. Yeah. And I just think, it's very a lot of it's very fake we do yeah. say fuck and shit fuck. And, uh, yeah so Balls. uh yeah we say it fucking all so um <laughs> and where i i understand it uh swearing can be offensive to some people and it's really never my intent to offend somebody like that's not what i'm out to do but the way i grew up where we grew up like it wasn't it's not a big deal to yeah. say fuck so even when people like kind of reach out sometimes and they're like, I have a whole voiceover property video of pretty much just saying fuck the whole time, like over the thing. And <laughs> it engages people because, you know, like it's almost a bit of shock factor too. Right. And that's what keeps you in. If you say, check out this fucking house, you're probably going to check out the house. Yes. You know what I mean? It just keeps you there. And mm -hmm. so that's, that's kind of my, my take on it. You're a good cursor though. Like the, yeah. your delivery when you say shit like fuck, it sounds good. You know, you're Thank not you. saying it just to say it. It does emphasize the joke. Like you're right. not do you're not doing it just to be edgy by cursing. Right. It, and that's it, it, it's to emphasize the joke. So like you said, when you say, Yeah, this this fucking house or god, yeah. this inspection sucks or something like that. It yeah, it just comes off the tongue way better. Like you, you deliver it very well. And I take that into consideration and thank you. Yeah. Cause it's um it's very important to me that you can ruin a whole skit with swearing too much. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to me to place those properly 
And sometimes I'll redo things because like, I'll just say, I, I said that for no reason. There was no reason to say fuck. Like, so I just do it to really, like Eric said, emphasize the joke and get across the feeling that, you know, we're feeling when we're in those situations. Right. Do, do you guys ever like overthink what you're posting? Like Eric, you'll send me something and say like, is this cringe or, you know, that, that was my biggest fear in the very beginning was like, you know, overthinking it and, and it would prevent me from posting. And what I learned is just like, of course, when you get to a level that you guys are at or whatever, you know, you're going to post it to post it and you're going to over critique yourself. But in the very beginning, when you first get started, like you were just posting to post it, you weren't really overthinking it, were you, or were you deleting shit and um, the, the memes, I don't really overthink that much or just like the text-based stuff, but the actual videos, whether it's the broke news network stuff or skits, I've posted some skits in the past that when I watch them back, I just want to blow my head off. They're so insufferable. Um, I, I think a problem I run into is I film something and I film it with somebody sometimes and it takes so long to film yeah. that they want me to post it or I feel obligated to post it. And yeah, I've been talking to Matt about that recently and it, I shouldn't do that for the brand. I try to think like, you know, would Barstool post something that sucks just because they spent time doing it? And the answer is no. Yeah. Uh, but also I, I always try to think the line for real estate content is so low or the bar is so low that, you know, there's like the three of us right here are, you know, three of 10 people that are creating like interesting real estate content, not to like insult the industry, but there's a lot of people kind of creating cringe videos. So I do overthink it a lot, especially when we're doing like the broke news network stuff. You know, Ben and I always talk like, is this one even worth posting? Like that one I sent you, Dan, yeah. with like the Texas is back one. It's like a sports joke. Yeah. And I just watch it. I'm just like, oh, fuck, I can't even like, <laughs> I can't post this, but I have to. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think about it all the time. Super yeah, about you? yeah, I more like, just like Eric said, I very hard on myself. So mm-hmm. that's more what I'm thinking of. I'm not really thinking of, oh, is this going to like, is this too much? Is this like whatever? It's just more like I want to make sure I'm creating content that I'm proud of, which right. I'm I'm always like, I can always do it better. So mm-hmm. I've gone to that point where like, I know if I don't just like move forward with it. And I have my wife that's really good judge of that. She'll tell me like straight up, before, like yep. I'll tell her an idea. She'll be like, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> and, you know, and then I'm like, okay, that's, and that's what you need, I think. And then she'll say, she never thinks, you know, everyone says like, I'm funny, all this stuff. You ask my wife, I'm fucking not funny at all. You know, (laughs) I I tell her a a joke of like, yeah, I got this idea. Even when I did the Freddie Mercury thing, I was like, I'm going to dress up like Freddie Mercury and do like this whole thing. She's like, yeah, it's funny. I was like, well, you can fucking laugh. You can like have a chuckle. So yeah, yeah, but I don't really, uh, I just want to give the best content I can. The more you do it, the more you kind of realize what's going to be good though. Like I've been doing this for like five or six years. So I kind of have a good idea. So like when I'm doing the broke news network stuff or someone's sending me a video and I'm talking to, you know, Ben or something said, no, this is really funny. We have to post this. I'm like, it's not this one. This one specifically isn't. And I think I have a good judge at this point about what's good and what's not. Um, I'm not, you know, the ultimate authority on it, but I am, I guess, for my specific page. And I think it's it's served me well so far. Yeah, You also have a good sense of like, just a really good sense of humor that is broad. Like Mm. it it translates with a lot of people, which is good. That's that's why I think how nice we are today. I know we're very nice. uh, We we got the chirps out before, but I think (laughs) that's also why that we all have success though, because Eric, like you are the same, like if 
your page, right? Like TikTok, like that's actually your personality. And Matt, you're the same way. And myself, like, it's not bullshit. Like we, this is our actual personalities. Like if you watch the first two minutes of the podcast that we had to redo, like <laughs> how we talk to each other, like we chirp each other, we, you know, we are genuine about it. And I think if you try and be fake or you try and be a Ryan Serhan or, or, or you try and be somebody that you're not, it comes off right away. And you just, you kind of look like a fraud and you won't get that same success as the videos that Matt you're producing or Ben, um, Eric, Eric, you're posting on your page. I don't yeah. know why I keep bumbling up uh, Eric's stuff today. He's going to be pissed at fuck. That's so true, though. I absolutely agree with that. Because when I started real estate, I thought I had to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. So all the personality was gone. And yeah. I just thought I saw people who were successful. And I just thought I had to be that. And then as I kind of grew into it, I was like, okay, fuck. I'm just going to. And I've had some of these ideas since the beginning. And different agents have been like, no, like people aren't going to take you seriously. You can't do that. Yeah. And then I just did it. Eric, your, your goal for this year uh, is to stop real estate, right? Stop actually selling. So how are you going to, how are you going to, you, <laughs> what a goal, you, huh? Well, I mean, stop selling. How, how are you? So what, like, what, what's your plan? Like, how are you going to get there? How can you potentially monetize broke agent to a point where you can do it full time? Mm-hmm. And you know, like, what are some of the ideas that you have for the page moving forward? Uh, yeah, the monetization's already started with the template platform. So I have this content platform with coffee and contracts where I do 30, 50 kind of meme gift style posts a month on top of an entire platform of like Facebook, Instagram feed style posts. Yeah. So that's been going incredible. I kind of launched my partnership with that in May. And I think we've had over like 900 agents sign up to that, to the monthly platform. So that's been great. Uh, merchandise selling, speaking gigs, uh, sponsorships, which I've been doing since I started the broke agent, you know, anyone that wants to reach out to real estate agents, we now have a platform of over half a million followers of, you know, specifically real estate agents. So if you're a startup or you're CRM or you're an open house app or something like that, we have a really big platform podcast, the broke news network. So just kind of creating content, just keep building the brand and see what happens. But I think I have a, a good, good thing going with the template platform and helping people out with social media too. So that's, that's the goal. Yeah, absolutely. And Matt, uh, we've spoken, I, I know that you, I mean, you're getting to a level now where once you are allowed to really go back full time and sell because Toronto right now is, you know, under some pretty strict COVID restrictions, you don't want to start a team. Like what, what, it, what where do you see yourself in the next, you know, year or two years? Like what, what is your goal? Yeah, I just want to be a solo agent. Like I'm a very creative person as well. So I do, I don't want to stop selling like Eric. I think he might be the only person to ever get into real estate to get to be able to get out of it. That's genius. I mean, do you guys really like doing it? No, absolutely not. But here's right. the thing. Like the, the thing <laughs> is, is I, there's parts of it I like. Mm-hmm. Since I've implemented the marketing aspect of it, mm-hmm. I love that. And to, to like, I was door knocking, cold calling. I posted a reel yesterday that got like 18,000 views. To knock on 18,000 doors is a fucking... I'm not doing that shit. Especially here, it's like fucking minus... Well, we're different Celsius Fahrenheit, but it's very cold. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just want to keep selling. I'm with a boutique brokerage now. So my uh, price range is actually going up, which awesome. since I've started all this stuff, it's been cool. I've kind of niched down on the marketing and who my uh, market is and the business has kind of gotten broader. So that's cool because you would think it would be the other way around. Like the broader you market, the more people you would get, but it's really not like that because the broader you market you're just like everyone else so Erica. um yeah i just want to do that and then do over ask the podcast because i'm really excited about i mean did you had, so, so who have you had so far um 
you had Serhant, you had um, Cohen. Who was mm -hmm. the third guest? Uh, uh, Eric. Me. Eric's the third guest. We okay. have to film it again. Who yeah. was uh, who was number four? Uh, we have Caitlin Clemens from she's uh, was on The Bachelor, Colton season, and she's like a big. She's on a really top producing team here in Toronto. We have Maya Vander from Selling Sunset, going to wow. be at the end of February, I think. Byron Lazine. Yeah. You know who he is? Yeah. How, how are you guys? Do how you? are you guys bringing this? Do you know who Byron is? I have no clue. Oh, how okay. are you guys? How are you guys <laughs> getting? How are you guys? My show. I have no idea. <laughs> How, uh, how are you guys getting these people on? Are you using BA as like a, as a buffer or, or Matt, are these people already following? Yeah. Well, mo a lot of them are following Eric and me, I guess. Um, and we just kind of reached out like uh, Jordan was really gracious with his time. He's been super supportive of broke agent and me right. from the start. So, and he never does podcasts. So we were really appreciative that he, he came on. That was an uh, awesome episode too. Like that was really cool. Yeah. And then Ryan, uh, like Eric said, he's got a huge platform of agents. Ryan has a new book coming out. Like mm. it makes sense. Right. And, and I think we give entertaining content that we can get eyes on his, on his book, you know, and he sees that and um, he's, he was awesome too. And he's been super supportive of me. He's called me before, told me he loved my videos. So it's been cool. surreal because he's the reason I got into the industry. Yeah, that is. Um, but yeah, I think we leverage broke agent. Um, because the pitch is not just the podcast. It's that we're going to post you on the broke agent. So if you have a product or a book to promote, or you just want to get your following up or, you know, just have your conversation be heard. It's mm -hmm. like, we're going to post it on the broke agent story. We're going to post it on the Facebook, YouTube channel, stuff like that too. So yeah, uh, it's a, it's a good promotional tool for everybody. And it's just right. fun. Like we're, we're trying to have normal conversations. How yeah. come you, and it's something I actually like admire of you. How come you never post your, your personal page? Like, I mean, you never, you don't even, you never advertise it. You never put it on the BA. You never do mm -hmm. anything with it. You admire that about me? Thank you. I mean, I kind of do though. I mean, think about it. Like, really, truly, yeah. because you have such a big following, like some people would get almost like greedy with it and, and want to, to grow their own personal page or use it for, for other reasons. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't even, you never, you don't even touch it. I don't think you yeah. have um, Well, yet. my personal page, I'm not even really promoting real estate stuff too. So if I was doing it to leverage a real estate career out of it, I probably would do something like that. But my goal with the broke agent has been always to bring on people like, you know, you or Matt or other talent that mm -hmm. isn't just me. So I don't want to make the broke agent brand specifically about me because if I, you know, go on a bender for a couple of days or something and I'm out, <laughs> then the broke agent stops. Right. So I need people to like come in and, and produce content. So the reason I'm not like promoting myself specifically, even though people know me as the broke agent or the BA, mm -hmm. it, I'm, I'm still trying to like evolve it into other people and it just being like the brand the number one entertainment and real estate humor brand that's the goal it's like your your day like your day-to-day -day, like what does it look like are you just like in the lab like making memes, like i mean you know what it is man i talk to you like three hours a day looking at point spreads so that's 90 percent of it teach you know chiefs minus three and a half i don't know yeah, about yeah. That, but keep that up. No, I, I, I post a lot of i post a lot of stories <laughs> It's going to sound so pathetic, but the, the, the social media side is a ton of work. It really is. So to, to keep the Instagram growing at, you know, two or 3000 followers a week, I have to post eight to 15 stories a day. So I try to wake up around, you know, six, seven and start kind of reposting stuff and build up the story because the more story engagement you get, the more engagement you get on your feed. Then right. I try to do two or three feed posts a day. Then I have bad real estate picks. Then I run some other Instagram accounts and then I post to Facebook, I post to Twitter and then Matt and I talk about over ask. 
I make these templates. So there's a bunch of shit that I'm doing that you just, you don't see in the background. No, I mean, it's I'm gotta busy. Be I'm it's, busy. It's, gotta be, me. it's a ton of work. I mean, even just running yeah. my own personal pages, like is a full-time job. And the fact that yeah. you're multiple and you're making them, do you like pre-post stuff or you just kind of like do it as it comes in? I've done scheduling shit before, but I don't do that anymore. So it's kind of, it's kind of stuff that just comes in, but I, I have like ideas. So I, ha- I have a bunch of stuff kind of like in my bank ready to go. Yeah. Um, and then you can always recycle content too. Right. So I've been posting for five or six years and for the first three years, I tried to never repost anything again, but yeah. you know, when you're gaining a bunch of followers, these followers aren't looking back at your entire feed. So it's okay to recycle every now and then too. Yeah. For a new agent listening, like what would be your guys's biggest piece of advice as content creators for somebody to, you know, start in the business, like your brand new day one, uh, Matt, what would be like your like first suggestion for a new agent? advice wise um just from a personality standpoint just be genuine be you know try and get a niche mm-hmm. like implement personality and like it can't all be just business implement some personal into it as well yep. um i think people can relate to you D- definitely do video you know video has really grown my business because people feel like they know you before they know you and it's a lot easier to call someone that you feel like you know than just you know a fucking bunch of sold houses, you know, every, no one knows who that is. So it's a lot harder to pick up the phone and call that person. So I'd say, you know, put some personality into it. You know, you know, I've gone to the extreme with saying fuck and all this shit, but like you can still do other things that is, you know, if you, I always say, (laughs) if you like horses, Okay. If you like horses, implement oh my horseback God. You got to come up with a different example. No, man. I this fucking... is like the fifth time I've heard this one. Well, I don't fucking care. Just say okay. if you like hockey or if yeah. you uh, like. No, uh... fuck. Hockey's too fucking broad. No, it's not. Too I don't broad like of hockey. A thing. Okay. Well, you're fucking weird. Let me finish my point. Okay. Sorry. Okay. If you like horses, <laughs> talk about horses on your page because there's some yeah. other people who, who like horses and that's a, a niche market that if you like horses and someone sees that you like horses and they like horses, holy fuck. That's a new client. That's a new client right there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like I know what you're pretty saying, much, yeah. pretty much right away. You, have, you think Dan you posted should... the horse video. He was going well, for those exactly. horse obsessed clients. Yeah. That's what, that's what I mean. It's genius. He's, that's you know, genius. before that, I, I'm pretty sure he was like, he was broke. And now right. he's fucking, <laughs> he spent his last, he spent his last thousand dollars on a fucking horse. Yep. Now, he's in a, now he's in a custom suit. You mean the McGregor fight? Yeah, yeah. smoked on but that's what uh, i say add some personality don't make it all business be genuine i love it uh eric what, about you? what would you say new age of watching that, that was a pretty good answer right there i usually use skydiving as a uh my personal interest of uh yeah uh whatever um i don't know uh, education and humor okay. probably like if you can't not everyone can be funny of course but right. as real estate agents we could provide a ton of education Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to know about buying or selling a house. People want to know the stats. People want to know how quickly shit is selling. Right. People want to know how to get pre-approved. So we have a unique opportunity to showcase that and educate potential buyers. Also just like the authentic stuff of kind of like behind the scenes. So we have like Instagram stories is a great tool for that. So you could show this is what an inspection is. This is, you know, what I do before an open house. This is what I do after an open house. Just kind of like the day-to-day shit of, of a real estate agent, I think is uh, interesting to regular people also. So I think that could really help people grow. Yeah. I mean, if somebody goes on your page and you don't have any engaging or interesting content, why are they going to follow you? They're just going to go to the next person, you know, like yeah, unless you're my, my team page, for example, like all we have is just like, just sold, just sold, just sold. 
nobody's going to follow that. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. nothing that's engaging. It's just so that way I have everything that I can keep track accounting wise. But other than that, nobody's going to follow that page. It's worthless. But if you go to my page or Matt's page or whatever, you know, you see the videos, it's like, all right, I'm going to follow this, this guy. He's hilarious or whatever. Yeah. Um, Eric, I kind of know what you do in your free time, but um, <laughs> what, what do you do in your free time aside from pickleball and, and sports and <laughs> besides from sports and, and betting and yes, I mean, and I went on a hike two weeks ago. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I have a dog. A lot of snakes out there, isn't there? No. In Arizona. Work-life balance, right? Like you, oh, okay. You're got glued it. Got your it. phone all day long, right? Like <laughs> you don't want to know what I did two weeks ago? Um, <laughs> no, I don't. What, what do you do to give yourself a break, to unplug, or to, you know, if you do go on a bender or whatever it is, what, how do you, you know? <laughs> well, my mom isn't listening to this. I don't actually go on no, know, no. too many benders. <laughs> what, what do you think of work-life balance? How do you unplug? How do you get away from the, the Instagram stuff? Well, I do work out. I do watch sports. Um, you know, that's that's pretty much it. Those are my two hobbies. I play N64. I play, uh, you know, Wave Xbox? Race, Super Smash Brothers. Are you on Xbox? Yeah, I have Xbox. Play 2K. Oh, okay. no, yeah. I, don't, I, I, have a, I have a ton of friends out here in LA, so I'd hang out with them. You know, when the when the restrictions are, are off, we uh, we go to bars, restaurants, just, you know, kick it with my friends, so. Matt, what, what about you? Like, what, what is your, uh, what do you do in your free time? I mean, obviously you have your, your wife and you're married and it's a little, yeah. a little bit of a different lifestyle, I suppose, but what do you do for balance? Like to get away from, from the nightmare that is real estate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just hang out with, with my wife mostly. Like we're, we're super boring people. Like people always say, Oh, I want to like get, I, I don't drink. Yeah. I don't do any drugs. I'm just, I'm a fucking pretty boring dude. Like I love the outlet is my creative outlet and and that's the Instagram and the marketing. And, and I admire yeah. so much, so much about you. The fact that you don't have like some sort of vice, you don't have anything like, like a, you don't drink, you don't have a jewel. Not yet. Neither, neither do Dan and I, we don't do any of that. No, we don't do any of those, but no. real estate is an incredibly, whether you're, you're in it to sell or, or you're in it, you know, for, for Eric's reasons, it's an incredibly taxing <laughs> business. You know what I mean? And yeah. to not have any sort of vices, like, I really do respect that very, very much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I just chill with my, I chill with my wife and we eat like a bunch of fucking ice cream. Like that's how, like- How do you fall asleep just naturally? <laughs> yeah, a good time. You just naturally put your head on the pillow well, no, the, the hair, I mean, the, the heroin helps, but- Oh, okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, as, as no. we wrap this up, because Eric's got to go sell his listing. Uh, what do you see for the future of the business? Um, I, I wanted to get both of your guys' take on this. So Sirhan, for example, just started his own- uh, brokerage right so we're seeing now that you don't necessarily need like a bigger brand like million dollar listing like an element or i'm not going to use eric's company maybe a keller williams um so now it's becoming more so the agent and the agent's brand so where do you guys see the business going and do you think that it's going to go more towards agents and their brands or do you think that these big big companies are always going to exist and always be the bullies in the industry eric i'll start with you for that that question yeah i think agents and their brands is the way to go i think now that there's all these opportunities on social media and each person's kind of finding their platform, whether it's Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, you have this huge opportunity to grow your following organically through social media. And I think that's definitely the way to go to get leads. Like Matt said, you can't door knock on 18,000 doors a day. So as Gary Vee has like said in some of his, uh, his, his keynote speeches about real estate agents, you have to become like a media company yourself. You got to be creating constant content. It's got to be blog posts, videos, podcasts, whatever you could do. Like this, this is the, the best time to be a real estate agent, in my opinion, to get all of your 
information out there just because there's so many mediums. And if you're not good at video and you're good on the mic, do podcasting. If you're not good on the mic and you're a good writer, you can do blog posts. Like there's just a ton of opportunities. So I think it's going to go the way of the agent. Agreed. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's you pretty much summed it up there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you well, took all. Uh, last question here. What is uh, Matt? What's your favorite thing about the business, and what is your least favorite thing about the business? A favorite thing about the business is marketing and making the money. Uh, that's really fun. Um, my yeah. <laughs> least favorite thing is uh, fellow agents. They fucking you know some of them really suck. Um, and this is what I will say. There's a lot of fantastic agents. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there is some that are not as fantastic. They're really shitty people and the unethical people ruin it for everyone, you know, and then that's all people talk about. So that's what I hate about the business is, you know, the, there's some assholes, some real fucking assholes that kind of ruin it for the client, ruin it for other agents. And that's why we're pretty bitter about the business now. You know how, what I mean? How, how old are you? I'm 29. So do you ever run into people or, or other uh, agents or even maybe potential clients that ask you about your age or does the mustache just like immediately put you in the next tier of like, yeah, next fucking tier. Okay. Next tier. So the mustache started as a Movember thing. Um, and then I did the Freddie Mercury skit and I was like, fuck, this is pretty tight. And then uh, it's a conversation starter. Yeah. It's really a conversation starter. Like, Oh, that's, that's funny. It's a you peacock. Funny. Yeah. It's like, uh, I look funny. I look, different you look good I, got, I, I got my go ears pierced sophomore year of college for a semester because i thought it was peacocking i thought that like that would start conversations but no, it was a no, horrible no, move need, i got those no. moved immediately you need like an eyebrow ring and a bull ring to start <laughs> yeah. a conversation Earrings. Um, eric what about you what was the question again what i what do you like about question? real you, estate yeah. the most oh, okay. like, what do you dislike yeah thank you um, I like the most that you can be creative with it and that it produces an insane amount of content. It's really endless. Like I, I thought that I would stop coming up with stuff, right? But any day you do anything real estate related, whether you're uh, sitting in an open house showing, uh, you know, calling just, just any, any interaction with an agent could be a potential post. So I love that it gives me content and I love that it's an industry that was kind of untapped before comedically, like, you know, sports humor was taken everything else was taken basically. So this is kind of like a good avenue for that. Um, so I like that. What I don't like is just the constant anxiety that it brings for sure, especially if you're working with friends. Um, you know, it kind of changes your friendships to professional relationships. And I like just hanging out with my friends, obviously. You know, I, I like to do a, a good job for them as well. But I, I like when the, the house sells or, you know, the house is purchased and the anxiety is done and we could go back to, you know, just kicking it basically. And you make so, the money. Yes, exactly. Money. So but when, I, I like it. When, when do you think like putting it out there right now, when, when is it going to be that you are going full-time broke agent and other platforms and other, other sites? When are you, when are you stopping? When are you not going to sell real estate anymore? Put a date on it. Keep it to this. <laughs> well, once this listing sells, um, you know, I, I can't, I can't really put a date on I'll it. I'll put a date if, on it. If anybody listens to this podcast, that's a potential client. They're going to be like, well, then I'm not fucking working with you. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I'm just, I'm just digging myself a hole here. So delete this say, entire podcast. Actually, you should say April, uh, April 1st, April fool's day. Right. Exactly. Don't know if you're joking or not. Exactly. Good. I don't know. Ne- next six months, I would say, I think would, would be a good position. Okay. All right, boys. Thank you guys for, for coming on. If, if somebody wants to go follow you, that odds are they already do. But if they don't, Matt, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Matt.Leonetti, spelt uh, or pronounced Leonetti, L-I-O-N-E, double T-I. Have I been saying that wrong the entire time too? No, it's Leonetti, but oh, everyone oh. pronounces it Leonetti. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Yeah. All right, Eric, what about you? Uh, my personal Instagram, Dr. Stickstein. Everybody <laughs> follow that. Now the, uh, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> at the break. Now, now you're promoting it? Using me? Now to promote? No, I'm kidding. No, was, you know, I'm, I'm cutting back to an earlier joke in the episode. Uh, at the broke agent on everything. And then follow us on Overass Podcast. That is the new venture. That yes. is Matt as the host. I pop in occasionally. Dan, we'd love to have you on the show as soon as yes, possible. Yes, this too. is your you formal can, invitation right now. You can pick your brain on uh, Long Island real estate. And yeah. uh, Broke News Network as well. Yes, and uh, at the Broke News Network. That's the show that Ben and I do. You know, we do funny real estate news. We might do a little transition to educational stuff coming soon. So stay tuned. Thank you guys for doing this. I really appreciate it, boys. <laughs>